Welcome to the Groom Up Podcast, a weekly concoction of irreverence, humor, and science designed to nourish your mind and brighten your day. My name is Miguel Hernandez, and in today's episode, I'll teach you what scape velocity is in physics and how it can be applied to human psychology. Are you ready? Let's do it. Wait, wait. Before we get into the meat and patatas of today's episode, I just feel like telling you a little joke. A man asks to meet with the HR person at his company. He goes, sorry, I don't think I can work here anymore. The HR guy asks, why? What's wrong? The man says, I have a vision problem. I can't see properly. HR guy, oh no, did you lose your eyesight? The man says, no, my eyes are fine. I just can't see myself working here anymore. Now, on with the show. Vamos, amigos. In physics, scape velocity is the minimum speed required to escape the gravitational pull of very big things like planets, moons, solar systems, galaxies, and even black holes. The greater the mass, the larger speed required to escape from its pull. The moon's scape velocity is 2.4 kilometers per second. For Earth, it's about 11 kilometers per second. Jupiter's is about 60 kilometers per second. For our solar system to escape our galaxy's gravitational pull, the escape velocity is about 500 kilometers per second. For a black hole at the event horizon, it's almost 300,000 kilometers per second, or the speed of light. Okay, let's picture what the escape velocity thing means. Imagine one day you got tired of living on this earth. There could be many reasons. You know, maybe you don't like the president that is in charge right now. Maybe you're just not very happy with how things are going on. And then you just want to escape from earth and never return. If you could jump towards the sky, like vertically, with a speed of 40,270 kilometers per hour, you would never come back down. Of course, no human, not even Michael Jordan on his best day could jump at even a fraction of that speed. The only way to escape Earth is with help. Lots of help. Escaping from the moon would be easier. From Jupiter, a lot harder. From a black hole, impossible. Forget about it. Now, in psychology, there is a similar effect going on. I believe our mental states, our shitty thoughts, have a mysterious force similar to gravity that pulls us back to them. Mental states are like planets. The larger the problem in our mind, the stronger is its gravitational pull, and the harder it is to escape it. For most everyday mental states, we have enough energy and resources to reach their escape velocity, no problem. But when things get very tough, it gets harder to reach that velocity. It comes a moment where we simply don't have enough energy to escape a shitty mental state. In physics, if you want to escape Earth's gravity, you call NASA or SpaceX. In life, when you want to escape from the strong clutch of a negative mind state, you call a professional. Or take drugs, drink, party, overeat, watch lots of kitty videos on YouTube, jump from a bridge, or a combination of any of the above. One of the toughest mental states to escape is depression. 
although I never got diagnosed by a professional, I'm pretty sure I was under the gravitational influence of that mental state for a big chunk of my adolescence and early adult life. It took me many years to even realize I was under the deep planet's influence and many more to reach escape velocity. One of the turning points was when a friend gifted me a book with a super cheesy title, Psycho-Cybernetics 2000 by Maxwell Maltz. Being a complete skeptic about all self-help things, that was probably the last book I would have bought, especially with such a horrendous title. But after a year collecting dust on a shelf, I decided to open it and read it. Some parts felt like true BS, but some helped bring a new perspective. You know what? That stupid book actually helped. Mulch's book was not enough to reach full escape velocity, but it got me started on a path of reading a bunch more books on psychology. Every book was full of case studies. I love to read about those. I love to find out how others reach escape velocity. I love learning how complex and amazing is the jelly blob inside our skulls. Of course, how anyone reaches escape velocity is determined by a myriad of factors. It's unlikely that a single event will give you enough momentum. It's more like a process of accumulation. The right book, the right conversation, the right movie, the right medicine, the right exercise, the right relationship, they can all contribute to reduce the size of your problem and therefore its escape velocity. The bottom line is to realize that given a large enough problem, no one has enough energy at their disposal to reach escape velocity on their own. So what do you do? Read books, talk to a friend, eat well, sleep well, exercise, go for a walk. If needed, get help from a professional. Keep moving, don't give up. Build up your energy fuel tank so you can reach escape velocity and leave behind that crappy mental state once and for all. You can do it, but not alone sitting on your well-rounded R's. I've done it, and so can you. Peace, love, and happy cookies. Well, that's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to it, rate it, and share it with your friends. To listen to previous episodes, just go to grumo.com. That is G-R-U-M-O dot com. Thanks for listening. My name is Miguel Hernandez, and this was the Grumo Podcast. <laughs>